two, three, go. Okay. Welcome to Sports Med Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had three posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. This week, we introduced a consensus statement and a position statement on post-COVID-19 rehabilitation and sexual violence in sport. We also summarized a study where the authors found that people with patellofemoral pain syndrome who received a home exercise program and electrical stimulation had improved strength compared with a home exercise program alone. If we take a closer look at that last post, we find that the authors completed a randomized controlled trial to compare home exercise programs with and without three types of electrical stimulation. The authors recruited 130 military personnel diagnosed with patellofemoral pain syndrome and randomized them into one of four treatment groups, specifically a home exercise program alone group, another group that performed the home exercise program with neuromuscular stimulation, another one that performed the program with transcutaneous electrical stimulation, and finally, a group that performed the home exercise program alternating neuromuscular and transcutaneous electrical stimulation. All participants received identical home exercise programs for nine weeks, along with instructions for all exercises before the start of the study. Participants in the three treatment groups also received battery-operated preset electrical stimulation units. They completed the treatment protocols for 20 minutes on alternating days concurrently with the home exercise program. Four pads were placed in a crisscross pattern around the knee. At baseline and three, six, and nine weeks, participants completed a strength assessment for knee extension and flexion, 30-second chair stand test, timed stair climb test, forward step-down test, six-minute timed walk test, and a visual analog scale to assess knee pain. The three electrical stimulation groups had greater strength gains compared to the group performing the home exercise program alone. The authors observed no other differences in knee pain over time between groups. The current study demonstrates that incorporating these types of electrical stimulation into a treatment protocol for patellofemoral pain syndrome would be beneficial in restoring knee strength, which would be beneficial when a patient returns to activity. The authors also compared transcutaneous and neuromuscular stimulation. However, they found no differences between groups. While the current study improves the understanding of patellofemoral pain syndrome treatments, more research is needed to optimize the clinical use of electrical stimulation for patellofemoral pain syndrome. Based on these results, though, clinicians should incorporate electrical stimulation into treatment protocols for patients with patellofemoral pain syndrome to improve their strength. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was a retweet promoting the Remain in the Game Online Injury Prevention Toolkit. If you haven't checked out this great resource, please do so. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses that are available through the Human Kinetics website. 
we will have links to our summaries, the toolkit, and the courses on our website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one and stay well.